Welcome to the Big Fat Brewer podcast. This is the Big Fat Brewer, and I'm here with the Beer Angel. How That's are you? me. How are you doing today? I am doing very good. You look fabulous. Well, thank you. So the Beer Angel threatened to uh, do the podcast topless, but uh, <laughs> I, I told her not to. It would be too distracting. Anyway. <laughs> he wouldn't be um, able to talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, today we're going to talk about several things. We're going to start off talking about what we're drinking right now. What are you drinking? We are drinking Dry County. Dry County. What's it called? Neon Neon. Neon Neon. It's uh, it's tasty. I very, really like this very beer. Very nice. This is one of my favorites that they make. Sour. Berliner Weiss, I think they said it was. Yeah. And it's not overly sour. I don't find it overly sour. It's just, just the right amount. It's, yeah. It's pretty uh, puckery, but not too too much and it's drinkable <clears throat> even if it's you... more than drinkable <laughs> well yeah it is you're i agree i agree it's more than drinkable it's not my it's not my absolute favorite from them uh but it, it's never it's not bad at all it's very very good actually um but i think their beers are excellent so yeah we, we got to try a bunch didn't yeah we? we had there were 12 on tap there was um so uh, to back up a second, we uh, we went to the Dry County uh, Brewery's um, grand opening here in uh, in Kennesaw, Georgia, where we live, and uh, the the grand opening was uh, was a great event. I mean, there was there's a few glitches. We'll talk about that, but the um, the beer, which was the showcase of the event, was spectacular, and the and the people there are terrific. Um, definitely going back. Yeah, definitely going back. That's mm. going to be a regular place for us. Uh, really happy to have you know them alongside uh, uh, you know a Southern uh, Sky and um, and uh, Burt Hickory here in Kennesaw. So, uh, but they they did a three day event, and we went on Thursday night, which is normally a, a night we we go out uh, with with a bunch of friends and. Uh, we went out and had uh, a few of our friends with us, and it was uh, it was really fun. And uh, they didn't have air conditioning though. That we got was a the, drag. Yeah, we got there at five thirty, which is the, when the event starts, and so it, it was pretty warm. It's in a warehouse space on the corner of um, Lockhart Drive and Big Shanty in Kennesaw. If you know where that is, it's across from the Vulcan quarry uh across it's so it's a little bit down a little from off that, of chastain or McCullum. off of chastain across from the from the vulcan quarry and it's uh it, i think it used to be like a, a fruit basket or like some kind of uh basket gift basket oh. uh com company used to be in there i don't know if they went out of business or moved but and Dry County uh, put a lease on on that space, and they they've put their um, tasting room on um, on one side, and and they've uh, put a uh, they, they put the brewery on the other. And uh, I'd say in size, uh, their space is very similar to say um, uh, Even Tides. You know, the tasting room is is really it was bigger big. than than. And the the brewery, the brewery itself was is than than even tied. You think you think so? Yeah. The space definitely. Yeah, yeah. they um they have a, a good good size space there, so uh, plenty of uh, space to expand. Uh, I bigger. think it's about the same size as um um what you call it the other brewery that opened up. <laughs> I just, Southern Sky. Southern Sky. That's it. I couldn't get it out. Yeah, they're. They're, they're, the yeah, they're pretty about, Oh, no, not I the think tap Southern, room. I'm talking about yeah. the uh, brewery. The brewery might be, um, I mean, they've actually, I think Southern Sky might have more room, but they have less room dedicated to their, um, to, to the their tap, to the yeah. tap room. They have a bigger tap room. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, when they get air conditioning, it'll be, it'll be really comfortable. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, uh, just from, you know, they didn't tell me many details, of course, and that, um, uh, privy to that stuff but the expression on uh, uh their faces when i asked about the air conditioning was they they were really let down apparently i don't know i think they expected it to be done and ready 
um, before that. And, and they expected it to be ready on Friday. And we got a report from our um, friend that it was still not fixed on Friday. So I doubt it was even fixed on Saturday. Unless they got yeah, well, those hopefully guys out in the morning. Fixed by now. Yeah, I hope so too because it was the only thing that distracted from a, a wonderful event. It was, uh, it was very uh, fun. There were lots of really terrific people there. You know, we had good friends there and um, got to meet Trey, uh, one of the brewers, and uh, uh, didn't really meet uh, Cooper, but. Uh, he was he was uh, there at the um, in the tour, you know, waving at us, and uh, they've got a great story over there. So, um, our, what are these called? These oh the crowlers, yeah. yeah we got some crowlers of their beer, and that's why we're drinking some neon neon, which isn't really av- I don't think it's available in stores yet, but we got a crowler filled with it, and uh, the crowlers are you know the standard thirty two ounce crowler size. So, um, you know, it's good. Uh, I like I like the idea of crawlers because that way they're disposable and I don't have to remember to have a growler in my car or something like that to be able to um, get some beer at a brewery I go to. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, they're a little, there's one problem is that you have to drink all of it. You, uh, a lot of people say that's not a problem. <laughs> You just go ahead and drink all of it. It's only 32 ounces. You share it with a friend or or drink it. You know, it's probably pretty easy to get through, especially if it's good beer like this. Right on. So that was our Thursday last week. That was really nice. I'm going to talk a little bit about the beers. I'm going to talk about the beers they had on. Um, which one was your favorite? Um... This one that we're drinking is my favorite. You didn't like the the, the berry version better? No. I no. thought that, I mean, it was good, but I like the, the straight up yeah. one like this one better. So I had a, a neon berry is what they called it. Right. That was really good. Um, what's available out in the market right now, I think, on tap and in places, except for special kegs that some people have gotten, is been, uh, I think, the... Generally speaking, the IPA, the Dry County IPA, and the um, the namesake, which is a blonde right. ale. I like the namesake too. Yeah, they had a vanilla, they vanilla namesake. One. They had a vanilla namesake. I, I've always liked namesake. It's it's uh, it's a good beer. Um, and but the vanilla namesake, uh, I think it was available at World of Beer for a little while, and I think someone might have gotten one at a Taco Mac uh, someplace. I think the vanilla. Keith, I think he said he, I think he, I'm not sure if Dallas had one or not, but um, that was the first time I got to taste the vanilla namesake. I thought it was uh, really, really well done. Really good vanilla flavor. Yeah, you could taste the vanilla. It wasn't like a syrupy, sweet vanilla flavor, which you can get with some um, uh, vanilla additions. And uh, it just, it was, uh, it was good. It was really good. The uh, the other beers that they had on tap were um, they had uh, what was that a, lager? They had a pale ale. They had a, no, they had a pale ale. What was the name of it? Mm. <clears throat> anyway, they had Dank County, which is a play off their Dry County IPA. Ale, right. The Dank County IPA was a red IPA. Um, uh, I tasted wonderful. It had a really, really hoppy uh, flavor to it. Yeah, I didn't care for that one that too oh, much. No, no. Too hoppy for me. But they had a, they had a uh, stout on. That was really good. And porter. They had the neon neon, and they had uh, the chocolate, chocolate porter. porter. Oh, that was my favorite. That one was so good, so 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 good. Um, and we're going to talk about that one. Yeah, we, we have a crowler of that as well. We're going to drink it a little bit later and taste it. Um, then, um, trying to remember all the beers they had. It was a lot. It was like, it was like 12 beers on tap, I think. Um, 
but there wasn't a bad one in the batch. The thing I really like about about their beer is, you know, I, I can get beer like that a lot of other places, but, you know, good breweries, right? I can get a vanilla flavored, you know, something or other here or there. And so th those are not, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to detract from what they did. They did a great job. But the recipe is, you know, a chocolate porter is not uh, an, a terribly uncommon thing to have on your repertoire. What's really excellent about it is, is how well fermented it was. How cleanly the, the flavors came through without these off flavors that you get in you know, a lot of starting brewers just they can't uh, they're working through their process they're still trying to perfect it and these guys seem to be perfect right out of the gate i mean i'm sure there's there's some flaws in their beer that i'm not tasting but well, you know they they didn't just start though they no no they've been home brewing for a very long time and they were doing they were brewing um, out of other people's they were doing people. contract brewing for a long right. time i think i think i heard they were using uh thomas creek who does a lot of contract um, I don't know. Uh, that might be true. I don't, uh, but apparently most of the beer we drank that night was, um, uh, brewed there at the brewery. Most, if not mm -hmm. all. And, um, which is really great. I mean, we've got, they're finally online with a real brewery, their own brewery, um, brewing the beers themselves. Um, and the fact that they were able to turn out in a brand new brewery, such cleanly fermented beers, well attenuated, and no that weird many flavors, beers. and that many. No, you should see that many beers up on a, you know. It took skill. That takes skill. That is very impressive. So, very excited about them being here in, in Kennesaw. Um... What else have we been up to? We went to the Red Hair fifth anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> was that was um crazy. That we had to park like what four blocks away, take a shuttle. Yeah, right. Yeah, they had us parked trolley. across yeah. the across uh, Franklin. Is that the road? Franklin. Yeah. And they had us parked in this office complex across franklin and then they took a they had a trolley that would take you back and forth um i thought the trolley quit too soon yeah the, I the last yeah last call was um like what was it six like right at six o'clock or like 10 a.m. right it was six. it was supposed to end at six so last call was uh was something like uh quarter till and so people were just finishing up their beers and the trolley stopped at six exactly so yeah. there was this poor woman who was uh we gave her a ride just, uh sitting there waiting on the trolley and the trolley wasn't going to show up so we gave her a ride over um but there was uh but in terms of the beer I mean, there was a lot of beer. Oh, yeah. A lot of different things. And there were lots of places to get beer. You didn't have to stand in any long lines. Right. There weren't really Which any really good. super long lines. I mean, I think the longest line I, I stood in was maybe 10 deep. And I, I think that they, they did a really good job at spreading out everything and making it more open so people are not, right. you know, in one area and and standing in long lines to get beer and... Plenty of shade too. They put up a big pavilion uh, over the patio area, so right. So that was all shaded. That and was all shaded. It would be nice if they could get that all the time. If they could have that there all the time. Yeah, it wouldn't be that because it, it didn't look like it really went there. But um, something built that, that covered that area would probably be, I think, I, I think a very good idea. Um, but yeah, and uh, I, I was really impressed with how well they uh, they did. But they they sold out of the t-shirts pretty darn quick because we got there maybe yeah. an hour into the event, and they were already out of a bunch of sizes. 
Yeah, I, I got one as soon as I got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but they were they were almost out of all the I mean they didn't have any double XLs at all. I don't know if they ever had any, but they didn't have any when I was there. And we got there what, about an hour after it started? Uh, no, we got there at like two thirty. Two thirty, when did it start? Two o'clock. So we were yeah, half an hour in and they're almost out of shirts. That says it probably didn't get in. They didn't buy enough. They didn't order enough. But uh, <coughs> the the event was good. The what? What did you think of the beers? The beers were good. There were some um, special beers. I'm trying to remember some of them. One was like a, I think it had blueberry or something in it and there was like this one section that had just like just the casks right yeah well those were actually oh one had peanut butter cats. and jelly it, yeah that was good it tasted like peanut butter and jelly and it was but it was really um cloudy it looked disgusting yeah. but it tasted really good it, yeah and it smelled good and i'm like i looked at it and i was like i don't know if i want to drink that i mean it looked like something off of austin powers you know with the right <laughs> a little nutty. It tastes like shit. It is shit, Austin. Anyway, but it didn't it taste like. like shit. No, it didn't taste like shit. It looked like shit though. And I was like, oh, yeah, but that was good. Yeah, yeah. I had. Um, I what had was a taste the other ones? There was some. There was a couple of other ones. I'm trying to remember what they were. Yeah. There were some. There were some good ones there though. Uh, but those were the those were the uh, staff casks casks that the staff had made yeah so um there was of course a chocolate there was a chocolate porter right and uh it was a bourbon aged one remember well we brought home some bourbon we got a whole bunch of them (laughs) yeah we got (laughs) a lot of that but yeah so yeah we haven't drank those yet but (laughs) yeah so red hair was a, a a good time, and and you succeeded in in leaving the event without. Uh, falling I didn't fall in a down. Hole. I avoided the <laughs> hole that brought me down last year. I avoided it. Yes, it was right there where we needed to Everybody go. Everybody kept pointing it out to me, and I was like, I don't see it. It's not there. I'm not going over That's there. That's how you miss a, a hole. You you see it. You got to acknowledge the hole and not step. Well, in I it. saw it, but I wasn't going. I wasn't going to go over there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're unscarred this year. Yeah. Oh, no bumps uh, and bruises. Fourth anniversary was uh, it was a good event just because it was fun and there was lots lots of friends there and and uh, you know good beer, but the uh, the beer the all the stuff we were praising on the fifth on the fifth anniversary event it just wasn't, wasn't there. there. I mean, no. you were you were waiting in fifteen twenty minute lines just to get a beer. You were. Um, crammed into a small space with a lot of people um it was it wasn't good it, it wasn't a good event it, it, yeah there was a lot like from, there was a lot the, more room to walk around because they yeah. took they took down that fence that when you when you first come in there that you have that fence right. up they took the fence down and then they used the parking lot as part of the the whole thing and right had, which is probably why they ended up having to um because they they didn't weren't providing any parking for their for their guests. They took up all of their spot their space with um, food trucks and and beer. and beer and stuff like that. So they had to make a plan for for parking that didn't include invading the Mayfield dairy across the street and um, you know parking in front of the furniture store that's next door. But. Uh, Right, but there were places to park over there. They just didn't let us park over there. Well, right, because, I mean, those weren't spaces for Red Hair. The Red Hair didn't, wasn't leasing those. Okay, so I, um, I pulled up a list of the the beers that were at that Red Hair event. And, you know, they had all their regular stuff. You know, Sticky Stout, um, the Oktoberfest, Awesome Pfeffer. Yeah, you know, they had the the new SPF fifty fifty. Oh yeah, that was good. They had their Evolving Hair IPA number one and two, the Citra and the Columbus. Uh, 
They had a, a chocolate porter. So yeah, I talked about yeah, that. We, yeah, that was good. And they had a whiskey barrel aged version of that. Did you get that? Yes. Yeah. And then they had um, now, now the casks were uh, and a baseball bat was the uh, peanut butter and jelly one. It's an Oktoberfest. Right. There was a cask away, a key lime pie lager. That was all right. The honey blue blue, which was the honey and blueberry lager. That's the one I was remembering. Yeah. I you like, to, did you like that one? I didn't get to try uh, it. Oh, you didn't get to try it. I got a, a taste of it um, from a friend's glass. I didn't get to get mm. a glass of it myself. Um, I heard it was sweet. Yeah. I had the mystery. I liked it. Was that an IPA? No, it wasn't an IPA. And I, and I can't, all I can remember is I liked it. So it was it was a mystery beer. It was a mystery. Oh. Well, no, they said what it was. It actually said what it was on the on the cask. I, didn't uh, get to I know it had that. vanilla in it, and uh, it was it was good. It was good. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, they had they had a, a lot of great beer there. It was a it was a fun event. Uh, good people, good food, good beer. Good event. It was good all around. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to uh, beer news. And uh, I don't have a whole lot this time around. I, I really just have uh, want to talk about the the uh, Red Brick uh, event that's coming up. And what date is that? It is uh, the 24th of September. And it's their 23rd anniversary. <laughs> And so, they've been around only a little bit after, uh, a little bit less than us. We and had our twenty fourth uh, wedding anniversary this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so let's see, what do we have here? They there's a beer list that's been released, and. You know, they're going to have the Hop Lana, the, the Casual, the Hibiscuit, the uh, Divine Bovine, the, the Beard Envy, the Three Bagger, and the Three Laughing Skulls. You know, the Amber, White, and Lager. Three Laughing Skulls? There's three? There's three. Yeah, you didn't know about that? Well, Laughing Skull is a comedy club next to the Vortex in Midtown. Right, right. right. It's been there for a long time. The Laughing Skull Beers... I don't know which came first, if it was the comedy club or the or the uh, the beers, but <clears throat> you know the logo for the comedy club is the same as the, the skull on the Laughing Skull beers. They're they're tied together. I don't know what the re exact relationship and agreements are there, but they uh, they just recently uh, they've always had the Laughing Skull Amber, the Amber, yeah, yeah, and they just recently created the Lager a Lager. while back, and I've had that. Yeah, me too. Um, and the White, that's new. I the did white, not know that existed. A, is it a wit beer? Well, it's a white, so it would be a wit. Belgium. Usually a, it's a Belgian. A white would refer to a Belgian wit. So I was close. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like Allagash White is an example. Yeah. Is a classic white. And it is a Belgian wit. But and they just, have they had that one out before? Or is it just going to be new to the 23rd? Is it no, 23rd? no, I think that's, these are just the core beers. They've been 24th selling anniversary, sorry. 23rd uh, anniversary, and it's on the 24th. Oh, see, you confuse me. Sorry, I, had I, I, I didn't confuse you. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. They confused you. <laughs> you know? 23rd anniversary right. on the 24th. Okay. So uh, they're going to have some cellared beers. They're going to have the 23rd anniversary beer. Which, which is, a, is it a mystery? Uh, they're not saying. It, it just listed as 23rd anniversary. Then there's um, a t the 20th anniversary beer they're going to have there. They're going to have a um, barrel aged in a single barrel. So there's probably pretty limited supply there. There's a 21st anniversary, uh, 2014, which was the 21st anniversary. And they have, ooh, oh, a Four Roses Vanilla Gorilla. 
from 2015. Wow. I'm assuming that's a four row, uh, vanilla gorilla uh, aged in a four roses uh, bourbon barrel. Mm. And then there's a Richmond Rum BA three bagger from 2014. Caramel apple. Not sure what that means. Um, anyway, uh, it's going to be a Holy Brother Belgian Stout from 2014 and a Secret Knowledge Nitro Blend of 70% Lost Years and 20% 20th Anniversary. That only adds up to 90%, so 10% of something else. Mm. <laughs> Might be a typo. And then there's going to be some collaborations. Uh, Governor's Pike Carrot Cake Belgian Double, which is a, a collaboration with Burt Hickory. That's the, the carrot cake beer. Yeah, I think that's the carrot cake beer that uh, Steve and his brother made with Burt Hickory. Um, there's an elderberry goza with sauerkraut. Wow. That sounds yeah. I don't know about weird. That. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an open mind and I'm gonna wanna taste that. Sauerkraut. But sauerkraut and a goza. Hmm. Then there's a hoppy brown ale slash IPA collaboration with Reformation and an automatic frog IPA, which is a collaboration with Max Loggers. And then there's some small batch, kettle soured Brett fermented ale, an East Coast IPA. I guess that's going to be like a, you know, like a, the Southern juice we got at Jekyll, you know, like a New England style IPA, East yeah. Coast IPA. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's a, some variants going to be there. This is going to be a uh, grapefruit hop lana. And a tangerine casual. Oh. And double dry hopped mango hoplana with Brett. That sounds yummy. That sounds that sounds wonderful. You know, I had a hoplana at a restaurant recently. Just um, hadn't had it in a long time. Thought, what the heck? I, I haven't tasted this beer in a long time. I'd like to taste it again. And uh, I think they've improved the recipe. I think, uh, I think they've done a good job. Now, Hoplana is better than it used to be. Uh, but it was never really bad. It just wasn't something that stuck out. And now I actually was thinking, this is a this is a good beer. I'm going to have to order this more often. So I really enjoyed it. So that's uh, the 23rd anniversary event on the 24th of September. Uh, I, my understanding is uh, tickets are not advanced purchase, so you uh, show up at the door. 1130 is going to be the opening. And they're, but they're going to be releasing the, the various special casks and uh, special beers throughout the day. So you can't get everything right then. You're going to have to wait. I mean, obviously, there's a huge number of things here. and There's no way they could be serving all of that at once. Um, unless they're, I don't know. I guess they're probably going to be serving some of it in do that Do you get any beer space. to take home? Or do you? The brewery. Well, they, I don't know what they do with growlers and, and take-home beers, but like most uh, breweries, you can usually buy a, a to-go tour. <clears throat> Are you getting six tastings, like everything, like everybody it's a, Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a 20, I think it's $20. Where's the event? Let me see. Um, let me... Uh, here's the event, and it's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., so it's six hours. Uh, it, it's $20 to get in, and um, we'll be releasing spe special beers. Uh, we will be releasing special beers all throughout the day. And the anniversary beer will be available to take home in 22-ounce bottles. We have limited amounts of bottles, so get there early. 
So I guess they're going to be giving out the 22-ounce bottles of the anniversary beer um, in, you know, early. So if we want it, we should get there by 11 a.m. Oh, people who know the beer angel, people who know the beer angel, know what a major undertaking this is going to be. Trying to move her before. Are you going to? Are you going to make me breakfast? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do that. I'll wake oh. up early, make you brunch. Sounds good. Yes, that's my promise. Yeah, everybody who hears this is going to be asking for uh, an invite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i know one person in particular <laughs> yeah. won't say his name but he knows who he is <laughs> he doesn't listen he claims he listens but he never does oh really no i don't know he'll yell at me for saying that <laughs> um he who so, is not named <laughs> so anyway the uh uh the event looks like it's gonna be good i can tell you uh, that the uh, the beer is always excellent at Red Brick. So if you've never been, this, this would be a great time to, to give them a visit. Um, I expect to see a lot of my friends there. Uh, so that'll be nice. And uh, anyway, show up. And if you... Come out and have <clears throat> some fun. If you know me, come up and say hi. Yeah, that's that. Uh, so the next topic we wanted to cover is pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer. There's a lot of a lot of memes out there, a lot of pumpkin beer hate going around. You know. I don't know why people hate on the pumpkin beer. I love it. Oh, not all pumpkin beer is good. No, not all of them. But yeah. I, I, I look forward to. To have in the right. What are your favorites? Let's... Well, it's hard to say because there's so many now that have that you know bring out pumpkin beers. Right. Um, I know you have some favorites, but pumpkin. Pumpkin, you like that from is, Southern Tier? It's really good. Now the only thing is that it's very you know high gravity. Yeah. I like to drink more. That's you know usually I'll have one, but I mean I don't want it to be like. That one is just like really, I think it's really sweet, but it's delicious. It tastes good. Right. Uh, every year I, I like to get at least one, you know, pint of or, or whatever, you know, glass of Bomber. pumpkin. pumpkin. <clears throat> I hope you're going to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's part of the. the, the... <laughs> That's disgusting. There's nothing disgusting about it. We're drinking beer. That was the dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you give the dog beer? No. That would probably result in worse than burps. <laughs> um What about uh shipyard? Oh yeah. Oh, how could I miss that one? Yeah. That's one of my that is my favorite one right there. Right. That's yeah. that's a really good one. And the I, shipyard with the, pumpkin. Um, the sugar the cinnamon sugar yeah. rim. So shipyard and uh, a a home uh, a brew pub called Sea Dogs, Dogs, Dogs are related. Right, they're they're the same. They're owned by the same company, run by the same company. So Sea Dog has some of their own um, beers that are out in the market, and they um, they have a few locations. One of them's in Orlando, right outside the gates of Disney World. Which, uh, if you don't know, the beer angel and I are huge disney fans huge disney fans we go every year so uh disney i'm a huge disney fan but disney only has one sports bar on the entire property <laughs> it's the espn zone and it it's okay i mean it's not uh, i'm not i wasn't j uh, jumping around for it but it, to me sports bar it's a little bit different of a thing than what Disney usually does, which is very wholesome. And, you know, sports bars are places where guys and, and gals hang out to, you know, yell at TVs and, you know, and, and, and all we kinds of things We did watch the like Super that. Bowl there, though. Uh, 
Yeah, we did. We watched the uh, the Green Bay uh, versus. Was it 2012? Uh, yeah, it was uh, Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Green Bay won that year. We saw uh, Aaron Rodgers coming down the. Uh, That's right. Uh, uh, I was so close to him, I could have reached out and touched him, but they wouldn't let me. They, yeah, they would have grabbed you <laughs> and put you on the floor. Um, but yeah, the uh, uh, anyway, Sea Dogs is a is a terrific, uh, um, you know, uh, kind of combination brew pub and. Um, Sports bar. Actually, it's not a brew pub technically. They they do serve their beer. Um, you can have a that get they a mug, make right. No, no, no. Yeah, they have like a thing like. Well, a, yeah, they have some kind of loyalty thing where you can join, right, you but we didn't do mug. that. But uh, I was talking about them being a brew pub. They they make themselves out to be a brew pub, but they're not, they don't actually brew on premises. They brew uh, all the beers brewed up in. I want to say they're it's all brewed up in uh, New England someplace, and then shipped down. Uh, I thought it was but, in Maine. It's in Maine. Yes, which that's where it is. Yeah. So, uh, they they have a they, that's where they're. Um, so if you go to their brewery or to, to their um, Sea Dogs, they sell Shipyard Pumpkin. On draft. On draft. And what they do is they put a cinnamon brown sugar. Is it cinnamon brown sugar? Yeah, cinnamon and brown sugar rim on the glass. And it is spectacular because their beer is actually not that sweet. Their pumpkin beer, a lot of pumpkin beers are really sweet. Their um, their pumpkin beer is not really not that sweet. Uh, the But the, the sugar rim kind of lets you decide how much sweetness you want. You right. know, your first sip, of course, is going to have a good amount of sugar in it. But then once you, you do that, you don't have to, you don't have to, have to you just take a little bit of sugar or a lot. Depends on what you want. You know, um, I, I loved it. I, th- I thought they it was They have tasty. another pumpkin one too that's a little bit stronger. Yeah. They have an imperial um, one and I can't remember the name of it. Which was also good. I remember. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, I think I have a shirt. We both there have was a some shirt. Kinda, raffle or something like that and i want a shirt and then you yeah. bought one yeah um shipyard pumpkin yeah there's pumpkin head is that what they call it pumpkin head pumpkin head yeah pumpkin head is the name of the uh of the beer and that's really a good pumpkin beer and uh, Dogfish Head's uh, pumpkin, not a big fan. Uh, it's no, okay. Don't. I like to I like to get a glass every year just because, you know, they change it up a little bit. So you, you never know; it might be better. Um, and Dogfish Head is usually really good. Uh, but yeah. Um, Who else makes good pumpkin beers? I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of ones that were just crap. Do you remember that woodchuck cider? Oh god. That okay. It was supposed to be pumpkin. So what it was? Okay, so a lot of a lot of when when we say pumpkin beers, we we're not really talking necessarily about actually having pumpkin in the beer. Although most pumpkin beers have pumpkin in the beer. Right? It's mainly the spices. But it's the pumpkin spice right. that you're really kind of going for. That's that's the majority of the flavor. The pumpkin adds a sort of base upon which to build that, you know. And it it makes sense that you'd have the pumpkin in there because, you know, when we eat pumpkin pie in the fall, that pumpkin custard. A pumpkin pie is a custard with pumpkin in it and pumpkin spice, right? The pumpkin spice is generally speaking... Uh, all spice, optional. Some, 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 some people put all spice, some don't. Um, nutmeg, cinnamon, and uh, cinnamon, cinnamon. How did I have cinnamon? And um, clove. Right. I knew I was missing something. And you know, various uh, recipes will call for various levels of each of those. You know, you can get a pumpkin pie that has 
a much higher cinnamon content. I don't really think that that's a good idea. Um, I like using allspice. I think allspice really adds something to the flavor of a pumpkin pie. You just don't want to put too much. You don't want to put too much. You have to be really careful with it. When you're making a, a pumpkin spiced beer, you're really just making a, 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 a spiced beer. But you're adding in vegetable matter as well in order to enhance the flavor and add a little bit of, of a background. Because pumpkin doesn't really have that much of a flavor to it. Yeah, I feel like pumpkin adds a kind of roundness. I, that's the way I always describe it is roundness. It's a roundness that comes in the flavor. It, it smooths it out or kind of... Right. It, it adds, and it adds body. The, it does add body to the beer. The, the beer doesn't, uh, the mouthfeel of a pumpkin beer should be a little bit more substantial than the uh, basic base beer that it's, it's based off of. But when you think about making a pumpkin beer, you, you start off with, you don't start with pumpkin, you start with a beer. You start with some malt bill that gets you a certain malt character. You're generally not talking about a beer it's going to be heavily hopped. You're usually just going to use some something uh, pretty straightforward, like uh, you know, bittering hop, and then maybe a little bit of a uh, of a flavor and aroma hop, but not too much. You don't want to go too crazy with it. But you need a little bit of bittering. It can't be beer without hops anyway. So you have to have in America. You have to have America in America. Yeah, you have to have hops in the beer in order to call it beer. Um, so uh, that's just a you're regulation. really making me want a pumpkin beer. Um, the other, <laughs> so the, the natural types of backgrounds that you're going to build a, a pumpkin beer on would be something like a, uh, pale ale, something in the pale ale to stout spectrum. If you think about, um, especially English style beers, this doesn't go quite the same way when you start branching off into different styles. But when you talk about English style beers, there's a spectrum from pale ale to stout. <clears throat> As you go from pale ale, you go to brown ale, brown ale has a little bit more of you know certain aspects, but no roasty flavors. There really shouldn't be any roasted flavors in a brown ale. And then like brown malts frequently associated with brown ale. And then when you move, when you go to a porter, a porter is usually a similar, um, Malt built to a brown ale, but then with some roasted um, kilned malts to get that dark flavor, but nothing too overly kilned, so that you get you don't want a, a porter shouldn't have a a real you know roasted flavor, and then a stout would have a a roasted flavor. But th th those are all general rules of thumb, but anywhere along that spectrum is actually a good candidate for a pumpkin beer, in my opinion. You could do it with a pale ale, you could do it with a with a brown ale, you could do it with a, and then when you start branching off into different directions, like when you want to go to say towards a red ale, or you want to go towards a, um, you know, an amber or something like that, those are also uh, good uh, candidates. But I think in order to make a good pumpkin ale, you need to start with a multi um, backbone, right? So you need to start with something that's going to give you a roasty, toasty flavor or a maybe a biscuity flavor in the malt bill. And so then, when are you making one of these? <laughs> maybe I'll make one this fall. I don't know. I, I haven't started brewing yet, but it's starting and falls in a week. So it's time to start thinking about brewing again um, because the ground temps will get down so uh, cooling can, can, uh, can work better and the temperatures outside won't be so bad. So I won't be... Uh, uh, sweating off 20 pounds uh, that wouldn't be a terrible thing for me but then I wouldn't be the big fat brewer um, you'd be the skinny brewer but anyway you know I, I just think that pumpkin beers get a bad rap you know uh, because there's a lot of bad ones out there a lot but we were talking about the woodchuck so the yeah, woodchuck guys awful. got this stupid freaking idea it's one of the f stupid fucking ideas I've ever heard in recipe creation and, and Woodchuck does cider, so this is not beer. But think about what you like. If you like cider, so a lot of people don't like ciders. But if you like ciders, think about what you like in a cider. You, you're looking for something crisp. You're looking for something clean. With some uh, fruit feel to it. You know, 
if you like dry ciders, uh, then you're not looking for something you're super sweet. Right. But you're looking for something uh, that has a kind of sweetness, a hint of sweetness, you know? Right. Even in a dry cider, you're getting a, a little bit of that sweetness coming in. And when you think about, okay, what are good things to put in a cider to make it different, you know? Well, you think, oh, some pumpkin spice would be great in a cider. Yeah, that would be that would be delicious. A little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of allspice and some clove and stuff like that. You're Now you're talking really like a nice spice cider. That's really delicious sounding, right? So these woodchuck guys got this really stupid idea. Now I usually love their stuff, right? This one was just about the dumbest thing I ever heard. They didn't want to put any of the spices in there. They just put pumpkin in. Yeah, and it didn't taste like pumpkin. Oh, it tasted like pumpkin. But that's no, all it, it tasted, tasted like. It tasted like watermelon to me. Right, right. It t- tasted vegetable and uh, it had a veggie, like a, it had a weird vegetable flavor to it. It had a weird kind of fruity flavor to it, but not mm. a good fruity flavor. I, I can see exactly why you thought watermelon. Um but without the sweetness, right? right? It was like watermelon without the sweetness. It was like the watermelon rind. Oof. Yeah, it was. It was I didn't like it. It was, it was awful. I drank. I, I kept trying to drink it because I thought this is woodchuck. I mean, these guys make great stuff. So I poured a glass. I was really excited to try it. Got through maybe a third of it before I just poured it out, and then I just took the rest of the bottles and threw them away. I, there was no way I was ever going to drink that. It it was the worst thing I've ever drunk from oh, Woodchuck. But I, you know, that's a different podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, I would never um, say that Woodchuck is bad. I mean, Woodchuck makes great uh, cider. So definitely not that one. don't let my vehement, um, you know, hatred of that beer, that particular uh, cider, uh, dissuade you from trying woodchuck definitely give woodchuck a try they're, they're they've got some terrific stuff just don't don't do this the pumpkin one um there are other uh, i think a lot of times what people um the mistake people make uh, with uh, pumpkin beers is they uh they'll overspice them uh or they won't build a big enough background for the for the amount of spice they want to put in it. If they want a lot of, of that pumpkin spice, that's great, but you got to give it a background to build on. So I, you know, I wrote an article. Well, it, actually I just, I wrote a little blurb referring to an article that was written by a guy named Josh Weikert over at beer simple. Uh, the, his article is the, the strange hypocrisy of pumpkin beer hate. And what he's kind of talking about is there's this, you know, for most beer aficionados, if someone says to them, I don't like stouts, our reaction, what's what's your reaction if someone says, I don't like stouts? I said, well, they're not all the same. They're not all the same. And you, there's probably one out there that you'll like, right? Right. So what we're, we say this all the time. But then there's, there's some, I'm not talking about all, but there are some of our uh, beer-loving brethren that will just knee-jerk, I hate all pumpkin beers. Yeah, I, I know some of I know some. Yeah, of I know some of those people. And, you know, um, again, if every beer they've tasted, every pumpkin beer they've tasted is bad, I get it. They don't like it. But... The truth is that dismissing an entire style is, uh, in my opinion, not 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 a good strategy if you want to be able to taste the best beers out there because there are really good examples. Again, uh, Shipyard Pumpkinhead is, in my opinion, a spectacularly good pumpkin beer. Uh, it's a spectacularly good beer. Period. It just it just has a terrific flavor to it, and. And it's drinkable. It's like you could drink more than one of those. Right. Yeah. It's I not sat one there of those beers that you know 
a pumpkin, you oh, I'm just going to drink one pumpkin beer. And it's so sweet. So I'm going to have it as my last beer because it's more like dessert. That's right. not how that beer is. Well, I would say that if you're getting that sugar rim, I, I could see not wanting to eat that with your wings, but um, or drink that with your wings while you're eat eating. Eat that with your wings. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so you know, it it, it is it's kind of hypocritical for a lot of these these people who claim to be beer aficionados to say, um, "Oh, you you know, one breath to the to the beer noob." Who says I don't like dark beers, or I don't like, you know, to uh, calmly explain to them that oh well, not all dark beers are the same, and you should give them a try, and then turn around in the next breath uh, and talking to one of your buddies and say, oh yeah, just throw that um, that pumpkin beer in the trash, you know. Uh, yeah, that's the, the thing, other yeah. the other aspect of pumpkin beer hate that is been going around is this whole reference to white chicks and uh it's like they only make the pumpkin beer to get the white chicks to drink the beer or something like that are they trying to say that white chicks don't like beer unless uh, it's well, pumpkin beer there is a there is a uh, a perception that girls don't like beer as much and i think it's wrong because uh i've met so many women who are passionate about beer i just think it's yeah. silly to to write off an entire half, well, actually, they're greater than half the species. So, as beer drinkers, you know, they're, they're, uh, <clears throat> I think that one of the reasons uh, uh, women didn't like beer on a, a much greater scale um, in the past is because most beer until the craft beer movement sucked. Right. And and wine never really did. Wine has never sucked. It's it's a it's a great beverage, but because and it has a lot of variety and it you know it doesn't have the variety that beer has, but it has a lot of variety. And I think women were drawn to um, something that actually tasted good. You know, they didn't want to drink crap. Now that beer's gotten better, I think women want to drink it. So maybe they were smarter all along. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we know that women are smarter. <laughs> <laughs> we're the ones who can't have the kids we have to be smarter okay um yeah, that yeah. i don't go with it i'm not even big fat brewer anyway so uh yeah i i wrote a little bit of a blurb about it and uh linked to his uh article because i thought it was good Uh, so I guess that's enough about pumpkin beer. We talked that out. We talked it out, we yeah. We talked it out. Um, hit a few other um, wide-ranging subjects. What we're going to do now is we're going to taste this chocolate porter that Dry County uh, sold me. Well, they didn't sell me the beer. They gave me a tour, and I got the beer as a souvenir. If you can get it some, open. If I can get it open. All right. I just need to get my finger underneath that. Uh, here. Okay. That's a good looking beer. Okay. So, what do you smell? I smell um, chocolate and coffee, kind of a coffee. I smell more coffee than chocolate. Yeah, it's it's more of a roasted. You know, it's the uh, the head is is thick and and it's got fine bubbles, but it's uh, it looks like it's dissipating pretty quickly. Yours has yeah, dissipated almost yeah. entirely. It may be because of the crowler that sometimes you know you lose some of the bubbles when they fill the crowler and then they put a thing on it and yeah sure it seals it but you've already lost that car that carbonation so maybe a little less carved but um that is 
you know, it's got a nice chocolate flavor to it. It's got, you know, really uh, getting the, the kind of a dark chocolate. Yep. But it's also got a little bit of a roasted note. So hints of coffee-esque flavors. I don't think there's any coffee in it. It's just the roasted um, malts um, develop some of the same flavors because of the roasting process that coffee goes through. Um, they, they produce some of the same flavors. So you get this roasted malt in there. And uh, really cleanly fermented. Uh, the uh, the appearance is uh, is pitch black. I mean, may, maybe not pitch. You can't you know, see through it. It's you can't see through it at all. But it's got a slightly less than black appearance, and on the edges you can see a little bit of a red tint to the beer, which usually uh, just means that it's not quite. You know, Russian Imperial Stout Black. You know, that's like a really black uh, beer. It's easy drinking. Well, yeah, it's a good beer. It's a good beer. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Chocolate Porters are an interesting breed. Um, well, chocolate anything. There's several different ways to get chocolate into a beer. Um... I, I make a chocolate milk stout that uses uh, organic uh, chocolate nibs, which is the... Is it cacao or is it... Yeah, cacao. So you got cacao and you take the cacao plant the, 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 and you grind up the... Um, it's a step it, in the processing. Yeah, you can get it ground up if you want. If you take the nibs, if you take the nibs from there, from the... Um, See how, how it goes. If you, you take the nibs, you can make chocolate from that. But chocolate nibs aren't really nibs, aren't really chocolate. They don't behave like chocolate. You have to add, I think you have to add the fat in. Because mm. I'm pretty sure that doesn't have much fat. But that might be why the uh, head dissipates quickly on this beer. Because if the chocolate they used had fat in it, uh, fat kills head. And, um, you know, so... Well, there you go. That might be it. I don't know. I'd have to talk to them about it. I wonder what the recipe looks like. I like it. Do you uh, have anything to add? No, you pretty much said it all. I did? You did. I did say it all. You said it all. I said it all. I said everything there is to say. Um, so I think that that might be the end of the podcast. I think we're at the end, unless you have something you want to add. No, I think that that's, that's it. Okay. Well, um, so let's, uh, let's sum up by talking about how you can contact me if you're interested in, in sending me emails or, uh, or discussing the, the, uh, the podcast, uh, you can reach me. Uh, the, the the best kind of hub to go to is bigfatbrewer.com. You've got links there to all my other accounts, things like my uh, uh, SoundCloud feed, my uh, RSS feed for uh, uh, loading into your podcasting software, uh, my Facebook page, my Twitter page. But if you want to go to, say, Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash bigfatbrewer and uh, twitter.com slash bigfatbrewer and uh, I'm on reddit as slash u slash bigfatbrewer and I'm on tumblr as uh, bigfatbrewer um, also on patreon patreon's a, a website where you can uh, sign up to support the podcast and, um, provide a monthly gift uh, to uh, support what we do here. Uh, certainly not required, but appreciate it. There's, uh, I'm working on a few things on the website. I'm going to, uh, I have plans for uh, adding some tools for
for home, for homebrewers to the website in addition to the blog um, and we're on iTunes and like I said SoundCloud and I think we're going to try and get on a few of the other podcasting platforms and uh, that's that's how you can get in touch with us and uh, the beer angel is uh, what, what's your Twitter handle do you remember Beer Angel One. Beer Angel One. Beer Angel One. So at Beer Angel One on Twitter, and uh, that's pretty much it for that, right? You, do you have an yeah. email address? Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get her another a full complement of uh, contact points, but uh, for now, that's that's all she has, and uh, that's it. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll. Probably we're going to try and do this again in two weeks. Uh, and sorry about actually, uh, it's been three weeks since the last one, so we're trying to get a, get on the schedule. So we're gonna keep trying. That's all we can really do. All right. See you next time. Yep. <laughs>